Church of Christ, a very special welcome to our guests tonight. You're always invited here at Mount Julian. If you're interested in helping with VBS in late June, we need lots of helpers. Please see Tim Martin, Emily Parton, or Tanya Haley. The Heritage Christian University dinner will be this Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. See Mark Rinks for more information. We've got one room available for the ladies' retreat. Sign up at Information Central by tonight, and you can pay when you arrive on Friday. Dinner is at 6 o'clock. The driving directions are at Information Central. Also, if you're going for Saturday only, you must sign up by tonight. The wedding tea for Rachel Weaver and Colton Shannon is next Sunday at 1.30 in the Fellowship Hall. They're registered at Kohl's, Target, Macy's, and Bed Bath & Beyond. We'll host the worship service at Mount Juliet Healthcare next Sunday at 3. Everyone's welcome. If you're going on the stateside and youth mission trip this summer, please plan to attend a meeting next Sunday at 5 o'clock. That will be in room 203. And this meeting is also for parents who will be sending their teams. The 6th through 12th grade retreat is next weekend. The ladies' committee meeting is next Sunday. Our newcomers' mixer is next Sunday after evening service. Don't forget to pick up invitations to our single mom's car care clinic. will be held on May 12th. Appointments need to be scheduled by May 10th. Thank you. It is the fifth Sunday of the month, and that means we're going to sing a lot tonight. One of my favorite things I think we're commanded to do in the Bible is sing. And so tonight, we're going to sing a lot. And so let's all lift our voices up together and praise to God. And hopefully, hopefully we all leave here uh, edified. Let's all stand up and sing number 23. Number 23. Everybody sing out tonight.
Sing out if you know it. We'll start with the sopranos. After all the parts come in, we'll sing it one last time all together. Okay? Sopranos, here we go. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God. My Savior, my soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in
unite your hearts in praise of beautiful. At this time, we'd like to go before God in prayer for those who are sick and hurting. Would you all pray with me, please? Our glorious and merciful Father, Lord, you are creator of the universe. You are an awesome God, Lord. We, we praise your holy name. Father, thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for caring so much about us when we hurt and when we need you that you're there for us. Father, at this time we want to pray for the family of Juanita Richardson on her passing and also to the family of our brother Curtis Hall on, on his passing recently. Lord, we ask you to be with these families and offer comfort as only you can. Lord, we also pray for those who are sick and unable to be with us and, and those who are in health care facilities. At this time, we pray for Sarah Baker, Amy Bass, Macy and Louise Beard, Christian Taylor Buchanan, James Cawthon, Bobby Chandler, Wendell Clark, Shirley Clegg, John Coles, Marion Connor, Nanette Cronk, Cecil Davis, Jason Edens, Tina Edwards, Bob Finn, Frank Hazelwood Jr., Carol Kep. Lou Kirby, Charlotte Levesque, Bill Myers, Frank Richardson, Ivadel Tate, Jimmy Tate, Courtney Tucker, Lil Tucker, Evie Shelton, Jack Stanfield, Donovan Walden, Debbie Walker, Elizabeth Willis, Tom Womack, and Tracy Worley. Father, also for those who are shut in, for Wayne Cantrell, Jean Clark, Janice Copley, Paul and Christine Garden, Marguerite George, Norma Rose, Rabel Vaden, and Francis Bradshaw. And Lord, there are those of our number who are family and friends who are in assisted care. We pray for them at this time, for Opal Evist, Grace Hackney, Bess McDaniel, Shamron Prater, Ruth Purdom, Thomas Rice, Aline Spurlock, Carol Thomas, Dean Williamson, Nina Bain, Doyle and Mary Boucher, Cora Cobb, Mabel Connor, Geraldine Doris, Inez Durham, Jean Gully, Evelyn Martin, and Francis Young. Lord, there are those who are undergoing procedures, who are just now uh, recovering from procedures, who are about to go into the hospital for, for medical procedures. We also pray for them, for Charlotte Chapman, Amy Hosey, David Malico, Louis Hooper, Lana Randall, and Viva Witcher, for Teresa Durham, Mary Jo Flatt, Larry Harney, Lydia Nixon, and Clara Shannon. Father, we thank you for hearing our prayers. We thank you for uh, the healing that you provide. And we pray, Father, that uh, if you would restore them to a measure of health. Father, we, we place all of our trust, all of our cares, and all our hopes in you. And through the precious blood of your son, Jesus Christ, who has cleansed us from our sins, Father, we thank you most of all. It is in his precious name we pray. Amen. Uh, this song was requested for tonight, and uh, really sing out if you know it. There's a stirring deep within me, could it be my time has come when I see my gracious Savior face to is 
Let's all sing out. Each day I do.
We got a new sound system, and it works. Good. It's good having Phil Wagner back, isn't it? Yeah, love hearing Phil sing. On Zion's glorious summit stood a numerous host redeemed by blood. They give their genius divine. I heard the song and strove to join. I heard the song and strove to Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord. And he will lift you up. And he will lift you up. Sing hallelujah to the Lord. Sing hallelujah. 
this was another song that was requested, and it's kind of a newer song, but I know we've sung it a couple times, uh, kind of like Magnificat. And uh, the words are very pretty. Um, As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people. And the chorus says, very simply, surround us, Lord. We need to be in your presence. Surround us, Lord. We'll sing it through a couple times. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds His people. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds His Filled with wrath. 
Before Tim Martin comes and speaks to us, I'm going to ask you to stand one more time before Tim comes and speaks. Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church, and let's go home. Get right, church. Get right, church. Get right, church, and let's go home. I'm going home on the morning train. sisters. How y'all doing tonight? I hope everybody's wonderful. And don't worry, those of you who've been in my class before, I know you think I'm fixing to be long-winded, but I'm not. We're going to talk briefly here about something a lot of you know already about, 
and some of you don't and you're missing out on, is how awesome our Bible classes are right now. And that's because of the hard work of our shepherds in the Bible class, because of the hard, worker, hard workers that are class coordinators and food leaders and activities coordinators and correspondents that are working within this shepherding program. I hear all kinds of fantastic feedback from people that are aggressively pursuing this program in a way to join our family closer together to allow our shepherds to know us more personally and allow them to guide us. And I'm going to encourage you, if you're not one of the 700 to 725 people that come to our Bible classes, I encourage you to get into them. We've had about 500, 550 adults in Bible class uh, each Sunday morning, and that is awesome. Uh, we have about 150 little children. Uh, and we have about 75 to 60 to 75 youth and uh, high schoolers, and it's awesome. And if you don't know where to go to class, if you don't know where there's room, there is room. You come and find me, and I will put you in touch with a class. I'll walk you to a class. We will introduce you to people in that class, and we'll get that shepherd to get to know you. You are missing out on one of the greatest things that can help grow us. It's wonderful to come in here and sing in the, that sweet savor that rises to our Lord when we worship him. But to study his word, I believe there's three awesome things that bring us closer to God. I believe that's coming before his mighty throne in prayer. I believe that's studying his perfect and almighty and wonderful word. And I believe that's fellowship with believers. I don't think God has called us to come together and assemble together by accident. And we look at his scriptures and we see where that is not by accident. Turn your script and your Bibles to uh, Hebrews chapter 10. A lot of times we uh, hear people quote Hebrews 10 and 25 about not forsaking the assembling of one another together as is the manner of some of you, the Hebrew writer says. But we don't read what's before that. Why does the Lord want us to assemble together? Hebrews chapter 10 begins talking about the wonderful one-time sacrifice that Jesus Christ is for our sins and how his blood brings us in to the holy place before God. Uh, that's the only way we can come before God is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, the only way we can have that is to put him on in baptism and be taken back home when he delivers the church back to the Father like the scriptures say. So when we look in Hebrews chapter 10, we don't start in verse 25, we start in 19. And we see it says, Therefore, brethren, since we have a confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he inaugurated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. That beautiful story about Christ, and it says here, And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together as the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near. That day drawing near is the day when either we pass away or the day when Christ comes back to bring his church home, to gather them back to him. And that's why we assemble together. We assemble together to worship God, and we assemble together so that we can stimulate one another to love and to good needs could do good deeds and to encourage one another. That's why he asked us to come together. When we look back at Acts 2, uh, you can flip back to Acts 2 there in verse 41. We remember the great sermon that Peter delivered and people began to be baptized and being added to the church. And we see what did that early church busy about doing? Uh, we see 3,000 souls added to the church uh, in Acts chapter 2 in verse 41. And it says that beginning in verse 41, so then those who had received his word were baptized. And that day there were added about 3,000 souls. 
They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. You see, they were devoted to the word of God, the teachings of God, the sound doctrine that only his scriptures can give. And they were devoted to fellowship with one another. Guys, our Bible classes are a fantastic opportunity to do that. I'm so excited. We have 1,061, I believe, in worship service this morning. Wish we had 1,061 in Bible class. If you're not engaged in a Bible class, I encourage you to do that. There are benefits to being a member of the body of Christ. And it not the, the greatest benefit, of course, is going to heaven one day and being absolved of that guilt that we deserve to go to hell. But instead, we have the coverage of the blood of Christ that takes us to heaven. But that's not the only benefit. There are benefits while you live on this earth. And that benefit is being together with your church family. Coming in here where I know that if something happened to me, my family would be taken care of. I know that if I was sick, there would be people come to my bedside. There would be people bring food and take care of my family. There are people that would pray for us. There are people that would surround us. No matter what happened with myself, my wife, or my child, we would be taken care of by family. That can't be any closer than that. God describes it as a family, uh, his people. I'm going to encourage you, if you're not part of the Lord's church, don't ever think that you can't be part of the Lord's church. A lot of people think that, well, I hear those great things about being part of that wonderful body, about having that wonderful fellowship of people that will hug me and put their arms around me and pray for me and be there for me when I'm sick or I'm needy, whether it be physically or spiritually. And you think you can't be part of that because you're too dirty to be covered by the blood of Christ. And that's simply not true. We look at the church in Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We're going to read a list of the things that people can't be inherit and inherit the kingdom of God. But then we're going to look on at the uh, continuing that thought as he looked at here in chapter 6 in verse 9 of 1 Corinthians. If you think you're too unclean to be cleansed by the blood of Christ and you belittle our God and you belittle the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made, there is nothing you have done that Jesus Christ's blood cannot cover. If you accept that message, if you believe in him and you're baptized into him, and as 1 John chapter 1 tells us, we walk in that light so we'll be continually cleansed by his blood. We think we're too dirty, but we look at some of the members at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 6, 9. And it says, And do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Such were some of you, but you were washed, you were baptized into Christ, and you were sanctified, you were made holy by his blood, and you can approach God's throne. But you were justified, meaning you were found not guilty, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God. I'm going to encourage you to come be part of the family of God. It's an awesome thing. When I went out to Oklahoma City to study a program similar to this, I felt like I was at home. I was in a different city with a group of 2,500 people I didn't know. But I was welcome there because I thought, I felt like I was part of the same family that I left here. When I've been to El Salvador and around other Christians, it's the same thing. They're my brothers and sisters in Christ. Just because they live in a different latitude or they speak a different language doesn't mean anything. Jesus spoke a much different language than I do. And all the believers and the apostles did in the early church. I'm so excited that you can go and have that feeling. If you're not part of that body and you don't have that feeling, don't let anything hinder you to come tonight. If you need somebody to talk with, you need somebody to pray with, and we want to study about what God's Word says to be added to that family, we'd love to do that. We have those resources available. 
Perhaps you've been part of that family and you, you've slid away from that or you haven't been attending the fellowship like you should or you haven't been studying God's Word like you should or you've been struggling with something in your life that's hurting you. That can be relieved. Nothing is beyond the power of God and His Son, Jesus Christ. If we can help you in any way, please come as we stand and sing tonight.